Welcome back everyone to Daily DVR Does Yellow Jackets. We are here to talk about Season 2, Episode 6, Queen, if I pronounce that correctly. You can check out uh, all of our podcasts. Um, We've got our rabbit hole finale coming this week. We finished Mayor of Kingstown a few weeks ago. Uh, I think Heath and I are going to be doing True Detective soon. And we were just chatting before that Andy and I are hopefully going to get back to doing some succession next week. Uh, pick up back on that. But of course, we're talking about Yellow Jackets. You can go to DVRpodcast.com and you can also become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. We have a new patron just today, Bobby Michalski. So Bobby, don't know where uh, what pod you were listening to, but we very much appreciate you. You can go and check out all the exclusive ad-free pods. Actually, just this week, we dropped an exclusive pod, some Burbank Diner Talk with Heath and a couple of his buddies talking about movies and actors and fun stuff in a diner in Burbank. So you can listen to that. But today I have with me uh, three of our six hosts. I have Andy. He's back from the fields. He's uh, He didn't shit in a bucket, but he's here to talk with us. How are you doing, Andy? Well, I'm doing good. And I, yeah, I was gone last, the last episode. I listened to it. I enjoyed it a lot. And I've had a lot of people asking me about the podcast and I've kind of just to kind of describe what we've been doing. And I've been telling them we're basically a bunch of granola losers, but the food is great. And the BO (laughs) factor is surprisingly low. So (laughs) zoom, you can't smell the BO through the zoom. I like that. And that voice you hear there is the wonderful Jenny, who of course I do want to keep giving you credit for doing amazing notes for us as well as well as Gina, who's with us too. But why don't you say hello, Jenny? Hi, guys. It's so great to be here. Can't wait to talk about this. And, you know, we did meet him. (laughs) We did. We couldn't wait. Very interesting. And then we did have to wait. Um, (laughs) All right. And, of course, Gina, too, has been doing some amazing notes, giving us all the knowledge. Gina, how are you doing this week? Doing really well. Looking forward to talking about Cop Matt's weird ass balls with you all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying to think weird. I don't know. I guess that's a thing, right? With like the Weinstein and the Trumpy and like everybody has like a strange penis or balls or something. <laughs> like. So I have a question though. Do I, Am I like imagining this or was there a time in one of the earlier episodes where like Callie asked him for to send her like a nude, like a text or something? And I'm like, am I imagining that? Was that like just something I transposed from like euphoria onto this or something? Or because I'm like, how does she know that he has weird balls? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that happening, but there could have and been. And it very likely didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just saying, I, I, too many things like it just like they all run together. Mm. Anyway, maybe it was just her kind of make it add, yeah. yeah, making like, it up on the fly. Exactly, adding to the real reality of it by saying something crazy like that. Because, like I, I think said, she was, I think she was basically daring the other cop to call her on her bullshit, uh, and she knew that he wasn't going to. That was what yeah. I took it as. Yeah, well, maybe Probably he knew so. he had weird ass balls. You know what I'm saying? He's like, <laughs> he's known for it. Um, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um, did we say hello to Gina already? We did, right? Yes. And then we talked. Okay, <laughs> the balls, the balls <laughs> threw me, ball. Gina. I'm sorry. 
Um, All right. So let's get into this episode, episode number six. Um, I have a question to start out the pod, and uh, I guess let's start out with you, Gina. Did you feel tricked by this? Because I've been reading some reviews and looking online, and actually our good friend and fellow uh, pod mate Heath Snowlo Solo said to me the day after, he's like, you know, I was actually kind of annoyed that the whole thing with the breastfeeding and the baby being alive was like a dream for her. And I felt like it was not, it really wasn't worth much. And I've read that too. A lot of people are kind of like, it kind of took away from the reality of it. And it felt a little cheap. But what did you feel, Gina? You know, I knew from the instant it started, it was a dream because we hear Jackie's voice say, Shauna, and then Shauna. And I was kind of like, okay, this isn't real. In fact, Jackie might be in this vision. We just don't know because we hear the voice. I felt like it was, this is your kind of snarky, evil best friend who's dead feeding you this dream. was kind of how I looked at it. And so I knew it was a dream from the beginning. However, I do think it was like at the, in the end of things completely unnecessary. Like, I don't, I don't understand why we had to go through that whole dream and she would have been traumatized either way, but yeah, it was, it was kind of unnecessary. I think they wanted to give the actress like, a good meaty thing to dig into. I feel like it was more about that than anything that had to do with the storytelling. Interesting. What you, how did you feel Jenny? Um, I can see where that could be the case um, on my weird off the wall theory that I've been throwing around the last few weeks uh, about possible like different dimensions or mm-hmm. whatever. Like I feel like maybe Maybe that was Shauna's other dimension, kind of like Coach has his little other dimension. And in this, as an aside here in this episode, it really seemed like he was kind of flashing back and forth. Like it was Coach from the cabin that like appeared in front of the fireplace in in the charades game. Mm. But um, I I just feel like if it's if it is that, then maybe in that other universe, that other dimension or whatever, that's how things occurred. And and she saw that while she was passed out, nearly dead. Um, but I also, if that's not the case, I think that you are right, Gina, that it was a whole lot for no, no uh, moving the story forward. Mm, I love that idea, Jenny. I really, because I was going to say, they've been messing around with that so much this year. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we thought three different characters weren't real, you know, that they <laughs> and then we have the whole coach thing. So I can't I don't know. I, I, can't, I, I like what you said that if it if it plays into that, then it has meaning. And if it doesn't, it does seem a little bit. What's the word? Let me see if I pronounce it. Circu- Gratuitous. Cir- circu- thank you. Gratuitous. <laughs> Gratuitous and cir- circuitous or whatever <laughs> that it just. Because that is a thing, right? Where it can be difficult for a woman to breastfeed for yes, a variety yeah. of reasons. And that can be. And, and the fact that she is malnourished and mm-hmm. um, very anxious 
both of the, 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 the anxiety that she was yeah. having will make it extremely difficult anyway, but the, um, her being malnourished doesn't help as Nat pointed out, you yeah. know, but yeah, it was just, yeah, that's, and the, the, well, I don't know, maybe we'll talk more about the birth scene later, I'm imagining, <laughs> and I'll just get into the thing about the placenta then, but yeah, um, we should probably hear what Andy has to say about your question, Axel. Well, Axel, usually when you start this show, you always ask us what we think of the episode overall. And I already have, I'm glad you asked this question right away because I loved this episode until I didn't. Mm-hmm. I think I hated the way they did the dream sequence because every other dream sequence or hallucination sequence we have had in this has, it's, it's been filmed weird or there's been wavy vision or there's been like Dutch angle camera angles or there's, there's something always there, the weird. Alanis Morissette twisted music or whatever it is. There's always been something that there's characters that are dead in the thing. There's always something to clue us off that it's a, it's a dream. And this time they switched. And to me, it's like they were purposely trying to trick the audience. And I, I was really annoyed by it. Like at the, at the end of it, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I was, I, I, I loved all the actual stuff. I thought it was great stuff. I'm not, I didn't love all of it, obviously, but I thought it was interesting. And I still think there's things of value there, but I've, I really was not, happy with the way that that was done just because dream sequences and stuff like that has been such a big part of this show and hallucinations. And you can almost always tell, like I said, like the, the weird camera things they use or Laura Lee shows up or something like that. So I, mm-hmm. I really, it left a bad taste in my mouth. It's the not only, like I'm going to jump off the show, but I just, I did not like the way that was done at all. The only real indicator. Yeah. was like the, the screen blackness. Yeah. That was like it. Mm. Yeah. This was actually the first episode, too, that I wasn't excited to do a rewatch for. Mm. I was like, Ugh. it felt more like homework this time. And I, think, I was just like, mm. yeah, I think it was it was rough. And I think it was rough. one of the reasons I guess it, it's conflicting feelings for me because I felt that they did do it like they got me right. Like they they effectively showed us the trauma that she was having from not being able to feed the baby. And they effectively switched me from, are, is the baby going to make it out of her, right? Be born to, oh my God, I hadn't even realized how the fuck are they going to keep a baby alive? <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. it, they really effectively did that. And I think for people watching who've been, had an experience like that where someone uh, where a woman has had problems breastfeeding, you know, there's a lot of trauma around it and emotion around it. And I think they successfully showed that, but then like you're saying, Andy, for it not to be real, I was left feeling to myself. Like whenever we do these shows, I try to find themes. I try to think, Hey, you're in the writer's room and you say, okay, this goes with our overall theme of this, right? Like maybe Shauna and her daughter or right now, right? Like we can match, but I didn't see that happening either. You know, I well, didn't see like, a greater link to what was going what on. You're, what you're saying is I, I actually liked all the stuff that was in it. I just didn't like the fact that, we didn't, it just like felt it was like, a fake they, out. Yeah, like they were purposely trying to deceive us. I would have loved it if, if you knew the whole time that it, like it had the weird camera stuff when they, they were in the mall and all that stuff. If they would have had some kind of twist on it like that. So you knew what was going on. I think it would have worked a hell of a lot better. It's like this show hadn't in the past, hasn't been 
I don't know. It, it just seemed more like a gimmick to trick us. And I, I don't know. It's just that I thought I didn't think this show was going to do things like that, I guess. So I, I don't know. It's like I say, I still love the con- and I still think there's things in there that are important, like the, the the breastfeeding stuff and all this stuff. I think it's important to what the story is and some of the things that are said in there. But it's I don't I just did not like the way they did it, I guess, is my best. I'm looking forward for you guys to talk me down a little bit on this well, one. Well, I go ahead, Gina. I was going to say one way they could have just really easily improved it is they, they, while they had that voice of Jackie kind of at the beginning, I would think that they could have just had her there in the room with Shauna a time or two. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And that would yep. I didn't even enough. realize that was her voice. Oh, no yeah. Yep. I was like, oh, God. I don't even the- think it said it on my captions when I was no, rewatching. The captions are wrong. The captions actually say Misty, I See, believe. See, that's why I thought it was oh, really? Misty. Yeah, but it's not because I, I went back and listened. I did not rewatch it, but I did rewind that part a couple times. And it's definitely Jackie's voice. Yeah. I just took them at their word that it was Misty, you know. Well, let me throw this one other spin out there about the so the the in the manner in which she was giving birth she has what's called placenta previa which is just that the placenta is down at the bottom not where it's supposed to be so that's why the placenta was coming out first and that is why she was hemorrhaging she wasn't just bleeding normal childbirth bleeding she was hemorrhaging because of the placenta previa and then most of the time well Pretty much every time that it's discovered beforehand in the modern world, you are given a C-section because it's extremely dangerous for mother and child. And Mm. from my understanding, it's very likely that both will die as a result of the blood loss of the mother during the traumatic labor. So um, (laughs) I think that there's another possibility that perhaps she was having like a near death experience type dream. And she was so, she's so traumatized from everything she's gone through out there that she brought her trauma even into her near death experience, which you would think would be like light and, and going to heaven kind of thing or something like that. But she brought it in there and she's like, I'm so happy. I love you so much. I didn't think I wanted you, blah, blah, blah. And then she's finally able to feed him and then to be brought back. But I think that the reason that she did not die is because when they did the thing in front of the mantle with Travis's blood and all the little offerings, I feel like that was when it, the the god of this place, came into the cabin. And when they were chanting and chanting and chanting, and then finally Ty places something into Shauna's hand and closes Shauna's hand over it, as Shauna screams, and then Ty joins in the chanting, and then Shauna passes out. I think Shauna would have died if not for this whole thing going uh, on. The blood and sacrifice. Or, yeah. The baby was the sacrifice that was required. That's my... For her to live. Yeah. Yep. I, I think and that's the right. only thing that I think can make make it kind of make sense, even though it was circuitous and gratuitous, as Axel said. <laughs> <laughs> um, and seemed a little unnecessary, but I, that's like my justification for it. So if that makes, I, maybe that makes you feel better. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> well, see, that's what, that's why what I'm conflicted because I still like the stuff that's in there. It's just the fact that they, it seemed like it was an intentional tricking. Mm-hmm. That's if it, if they, like say, I if totally they would get that, if that, that's the main thing that annoys me. Cause I, I, 
the actual ev- all, everything in there, the interactions between the girls and all that stuff. I loved all that stuff, but I, I just I don't know. It's normally this kind of thing doesn't bother me, so I, I can't quite figure out why it, why it bothers me so much. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think you're right, and I, I also since I wasn't on there la- on last week, I do love that alternate alternate dimension or multiverse or whatever you want to call it. Some, something like that. <laughs> right, idea. I don't know what to call it, but yeah, <laughs> I, I like that idea, especially with the stuff with the coach this time and the the I don't know, just the everything i don't know i guess i I didn't have a lot to add to that part i guess but yeah i I don't know i haven't it's not fully formed but i'm like well i've watched too much science fiction i think is what it really is (laughs) i think we all have that's the sad part and then me and my husband have been watching fringe (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like in this mindset of different universes clearly so maybe take my uh, my thoughts with uh several grains of salt <laughs> well hey you know what we st- uh, jenny i think you're on something we still don't know where javi was and how mm-hmm. he you know and the idea that how he, he survived yeah. yeah he could have been somewhere else we've not seen anything else with the magical heat trees you know the warm trees uh-huh. that they i guess uh-huh. it was two or three times so we're 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 getting to something. I like that. That makes me feel better about the, what you said about kind of keeping Shauna alive, right? As a and yeah. and why too? Because as we've seen, she is a force, mm-hmm. and the whole thing of um, we we have to uh, we're not in the right place. I still don't think that they are. I'm still convinced, of course, that they have to go back. Go back. <laughs> to the <laughs> original place. <laughs> oh, this is a podcast moment. We're getting a look at Aww. Ando's kids. Oh, hey, hi, look Luke. at Des. Hi. Hi, Luke. Oh, he can't hear us because we're on the headphones. <laughs> They're all saying hi. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking cute. All right. Very. Now let's talk about nasty stuff on Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Now that we've seen your two kids. They can't, they can't, they can't hear, so go oh. for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jenny, I like. I think that 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 does make a lot of sense. The sacrifice and the fact that yeah, she would have most likely she would have died, right? Yes, uh, from blood loss. Yes, yeah. from the hemorrhaging. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. I know when my wife uh, had our child. <laughs> I am not good with blood or any, I spent a good amount of time in the hospital when I was a kid. And I asked, I said to the nurse very, I was so nice about it. I was like, I'm so sorry. And you have so much to do, but I'm just, I just want to tell you, I don't want to pass out. If I like when the after, like after birth and all that (laughs) stuff comes out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just maybe like, I'll just go off to the side or whatever. So when it happened, she plopped that thing right in front of me, man. Like, I mean, it was like on purpose. And it's like a great big liver or something. It was right in front of me. Like she actually moved the container and then put it in there. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like a double. She did it on purpose. She was being insightful. But I was, hey, it. you know what? That stayed with me, right? And so the whole, I mean, that that just kind of like that when that happened, I was like, wait, that's not right. Something's going, something's wrong here. You know. You know. Before I forget, too, uh, Jenny, you had talked about the near death thing. That also mm-hmm. makes me think earlier in the season with Travis, 
And what what he says is that's the way to that's the way to contact it oh, is yeah. a near death experience. So mm-hmm. is that what part of what was going on in her dream? Was she communicating with it, and we just don't know it yet? Quite possibly. Is the baby it? I don't know. I, I'm just shooting things they out didn't there. Show the baby after. Yeah. Either. No. After she came out of the dream, it was just the wrapped up. With all the other stuff they've shown, it was weird that that's what they didn't show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's, I mean, the title of the episode is, is uh, I'll mispronounce it again, Qui, qui Key. Yeah, Gina said Key. <laughs> I don't and know how to do French means, very well. <laughs> it means um, who or whom. Yeah. So that's a good question. Is it, a, is it the baby or is it the spirit, right? the thing that they brought back with them. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, the mix there, Jenny, I like that a lot that that was like the sacrifice and keeping Shauna when we have to see why it can't, you know, with any story like that, right now that they're mm-hmm. all together, it can't just end there. They have I was to telling, go on the journey. <laughs> I was telling my work husband about this theory. And I said, you know, I won't be mad if I'm proven wrong. I said, but it, I can logic it out. Like it makes sense logically to me that that would be what had happened. They invited the it in and then like it required a sacrifice and it gave them Shauna back and took the sacrifice. And so I can totally logic that. So yeah. I, I'm not, I, I'm not too mad at my theory. I, I could see it might be right. It's plausible, but uh, I don't, <laughs> well, they they definitely invited it in and that seance that Jack, Jackie had set up. Um, and that was yeah, the first time Lottie when. spoke French and mm-hmm. she did sing for Jacques oh, yeah. in this. And if I think if anything in Shauna's dream, if the spirit was there, it was in Lottie when Lottie was in the room with her. Do you know what I mean? With the baby mm-hmm. trying with to nurse her. Breastfeeding and, yeah, and all that. Yeah. yeah, and the singing and Man. Yeah, the, when I, she was saying the weird stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's French. I did think it was interesting, too, since we mentioned the captions earlier on the uh, the, the scene where Ty goes, or not Ty, um, where Lottie goes to see the therapist, that we never see the, the weird camera angle where we never see the therapist. And, the, and she's saying, I, can't, I don't have it all written down, but it's like, it's coming back and it's it's here and all this. It is capitalized in the closed captioning yes, every yes, time. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Which mm-hmm. I thought, huh, that's that's very interesting. So... So I have something to say about Lottie and her therapist. And I know we saw the therapist the first time around. But now I'm just someone in this has to not be real. Now I'm kind of wondering if the therapist is real. And here's why. My my work husband said that too. So you're not the only one. They're both wearing white tops in the first scene, that in the initial scene they have together. And in this, while we we don't see the therapist face on, we do see part of her from behind. We it looks like shoulder the same and hair. hair. Yeah. And the color she is wearing is the exact same color that Lottie is wearing mm-hmm. right across from her. Mm-hmm. So I almost wonder if like Lottie is talking to herself in the mirror as if like the Ty. person in the mirror is her therapist. Oh my God, like Ty, yes. <laughs> you know, Gina, I was never I never agreed with you about uh about Crystal or Walter being imaginary, but I am a hundred percent in agreement with you on this one because that was the while I'm watching the scene, I'm like, I don't think that therapist is there. I don't think this. I think this is a, a mirror or she's imagining this other person or something. I I am totally with you on this one. Mm. 
I like that a lot too. I mean, we are seeing so much doubling, mirroring someone and, and the crossover between it too. What's real, what's not. Earlier, I think, Jenny, you mentioned the coach mm-hmm. and how it seemed like they were purposefully mixing those worlds that he was yeah, like. It was, it was like TV static, yeah, kind of. But not also, quite, but kind of. He, mm-hmm. Definitely, you're right. And when he when he appeared in the in the alternate with his friends at a cabin he first was like shocked he was there and it looked like it was like start he had been teleported into a different body mm-hmm. or something yes mm-hmm. and then he became part of it so i think that that's an interesting idea whether this well i thought wasn't that isn't that the cabin it's just isn't it just dressed up it sure looked like it to me. It, 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 I think it, it is. It looked very much it's, like it. It's kind of like a weird, like either he's his realities are, are blurring more or it's different dimensions or the dimensions are blurring more. But even when it shows the windows of the cabins, you see the boughs of the branches kind of like surrounding it to try and keep the cold air out the same way it's done in the time with the girls. Um, and then the antlers... You know, and he mm-hmm. sits right in front of the antlers, looking like Antler King. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else I thought was weird too in the in the dream sequence when you see everybody eating, the coach is in there too eating, mm-hmm. which is yeah. I don't know. There's some weird weird stuff with Coach in this episode that I I, I predicted he was going to be gone by episode five, and yeah. he's still here. So I'm not sure. I, I'm surprised he's still here too. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that 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 whole. Um, him being ostracized for not taking part in the eating didn't really fully materialize, right? Mm-hmm. Like it became a thing, they mentioned it, and then it, it kind of didn't materialize from that. Yeah, um, maybe he's just going to embrace the madness. It's kind of what I'm feeling more and more from him. And perhaps because of that alternate world, right? Like, is that the allure? Is that the kind of siren's call that this evil it can can possess you and give oh, you yeah. the life that you wanted? Because in the oh. same respect, we see Shauna, the baby lived, and it started breastfeeding, and things worked out, right? Like, so is that, because that's what I, when we're, like kind of thinking about like a like an evil spirit like this like it has like a trickster like it has so many ways of kind of it enticing does, it, you you know it definitely seems like some sort of trickster for sure yeah i totally agree that that's interesting um i will say that's... that one thing that i did not have a problem with this episode and that i very much enjoyed was uh, misty's indoctrination and introduction to the cult <laughs> And hanging out with everybody. <laughs> I thought she was going to be running it by the end of the episode. The way she was. Yes. I loved all that, too. She's like, great. I've got stories. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Is everybody's or, done crying? I've got stories. Done? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my other opening line for the episode, too, by the way, Axel. I was going to say, since I wasn't here, I hope you guys got your crying out of the way because I've got stories. But uh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, Christina yeah. Ricci was great in this episode. Yeah, she was. And the way they all stopped when they're like, "You know Natalie too." <laughs> yeah, it's like they're even more into Natalie than they are Charlotte Lottie. It's funny. 
it is. It's kind of felt like they were going to start a podcast or something like that, right? Like <laughs> they were like, you know, we talk about this at night and we record it on a secret iPhone we smuggled. Um, oh my gosh, Misty's bowl of goodies. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You had a picture of that in the notes I saw. I also wrote down the things that I saw in it. Would you like to hear? Yes. <laughs> yes. There's a beaded parrot, which looks like it might be some sort of purse or change purse. Toothbrush in a toothbrush holder, the purple people honey, some bone maman preserves, sanitizer, handcuffs, brass knuckles, opera glass type binoculars, her name tag, keys, a wallet or day timer, a prescription bottle, a hairband, and last but not least, a hypodermic needle and a vial of some <laughs> medication. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That was so funny. I had to snap that picture because I was like, seriously. <laughs> and she was the, uh, that was so great. Yeah. That that scene made me think of too. I know in the in the notes, do you know one of the questions, overarching questions or something you had said was why did why did Travis give Lottie all of his bank account numbers? Mm -hmm. Was Travis in the cult? He turned everything over and that's how she got him? Probably. Mm. I, you know, I think so, because when Lottie is in her therapy session, she says, like, you know, now Misty found me. And she mentions Travis finding mm, her. Yes. When it's, uh, right. Travis, Misty, yeah. Natalie, yeah, now right. Misty. Um, and so I thought, well, that's interesting. So he found Lottie at some time, at some point first. And maybe gave all the bank account numbers, and then maybe he left the cult for a while and went back. Or, yeah, I don't know, man. But there's I think a, he did find her first. Well, there's evidence of that in the past. We see he buys yeah. into it, right? So, oh yeah, I yeah. think that he, that in the state that he and Nat were both in, it wouldn't surprise me that he would kind of vacillate back and forth between believing it rejecting it right well and i think you yeah, had this in the notes too gina and i i think i'd mentioned this a long time ago that i thought this might happen it's pretty obvious that lottie and travis have, are going to have a thing at some point isn't it i think so yeah yeah, yeah. if those two don't hook up I'm which would explain why he wants that if he thinks it's a long lost whatever it might be why he tries to go find her again or i don't know yeah. what what do you guys think about why are they so surprised that Lottie is back? Well, yeah, like they all thought she was still She's in the, the loony bin, bin 25 <laughs> yeah. years later. Like, really? No one ever thought, oh, I wonder if Lottie's out or, you know, that's what I think is the most fascinating is, you know, they She's tried... clearly been there for a minute. Yeah, she's established mm -hmm. this whole thing. But you would think somehow through the grapevine they'd find out and clearly Jessica Roberts didn't do her job if she didn't find Lottie, you know, cause mm -hmm. Ty seemed super surprised. Good point. Um, Van seemed really, I mean, they all are just like, Misty's like, how did I miss, that? you know, it's, it's just so <laughs> wackadoo. Shauna didn't believe it either. Um, I know. <laughs> has anyone in the, the cult people seemed very interested that Misty knew Lottie and that and all that. But have have we heard any of them say that they know she's a yellow jacket? I, I don't think there's remember. been any talk of that okay. at all. I don't think. See, that's the thing. That's how I could believe 
because it was hard to even find the place, right? Like it was obviously not on the internet. They had to go and ask people in the town. So that kind of, I can buy that, right? That she set up shop. And even though it's only like, what, I guess they're supposed to, are they still supposed to be in Jersey or it's upstate New York? Right? No, they're in upstate New York. It's upstate New York. Jerry, right? It's like Cherry the Catskills or something. or something. Yeah. I went to camp up there. Beautiful country. Love the Catskills. Um, but I could buy, I could kind of buy that. I could kind of buy it. And we've seen even with Misty that her skills, she didn't know who Walter was. So she's not exactly as great as she says she is mm-hmm. at her investigations. I think she was distracted. I mean, I think like if 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 she hadn't been just so hyper focused on finding what happened to Natalie, she would have investigated him more. But Could she's be. slipping. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, because we had noticed that when she was when she was uh, in with with the questioning and they in the boat, and she was she missed a couple big details there when he said something about. What the heck did he say? Something about Shauna. Randy said something about Shauna to her or something, and she just ignored it. I don't, I don't remember what the detail was, but yeah, she's Misty's made a few mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was like who do you who do you know secrets about? And he goes, "Well, you mean Jeff?" I think. Yeah. And, yep. And she's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Shauna, uh, perhaps we should tackle this part of the show. I don't know how I feel about all this. The um, I mean, it was kind of cute with Callie and stuff, and. But the whole situation, sometimes these scenes to me seem like they're like in an alternate like um, uh, movie or something. <laughs> like I don't, TV they, show? Yeah, it's just like a different type of feel to me. They, they just, it just feels a little bit more silly. Um, even the way Sean is kind of reacting to having to, like the, having to, like basically take her whole family to the police station. Um, I don't know. It's just, I have to say that at this point, this is kind of playing itself out to me. Well, you already know I've been feeling that way, but um, I, the stuff with Callie, I was like, well, she finally made herself at least mildly useful this week. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I'm still not digging that whole storyline and feel like it it has not uh, proven useful so far this season. And we're on episode six of nine, right? So I'm like, when are we getting a payoff from this? It it seems like they're just trying to give Melanie Linsky something to do. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't feel yeah. like it's a part of the rest of the story, but and I mean, maybe I it still her. will. And there's been some funny scenes where I loved her acting and what she did, but like but I don't like the story for her. So mm, yeah. It was kind of fun to see Jeff like getting pumped, you know. <laughs> He's <laughs> awesome. He's um, weird. But um, oh, you know what? I, I love how weird he is. That's why I love him because he's so he's such he a doofus weird. and he's so strange. That's I get a I always I always laugh when I watch him. The thing, the reason why I was pausing there before was I was trying to think. It seems to me like a John Waters movie, like Serial Mom or something like that, right? Where mm-hmm. it's kind of like a little cliche but funny, like. It's. I'm not like bored watching it. I'm not aggravated, but I am like, how is this tying into every? I do agree. It's like they're yeah. trying to give Melanie Linsky something to do, but now they finally did because it just ends up with the dad being like, "All right, we're shipping you out. If they're going there, we're going there." And it's like, okay, 
No, you're going there. Yeah. He didn't take oh, her. Oh, he sent true. her on her own. Well, yeah. I think one of my favorite lines there, too, I wrote it down, is when they're having one of their arguments there, and Jeff's like, you're out of control, Shauna. And she turns to him and like, yeah, you think? And I'm like, so she's obviously <laughs> somewhat that. self-aware yeah. of how, how Good fucked point. up everything is. But, but I mean, And the some way of that, she delivered that line was fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I like the actors. I like what they're doing. But it's just It feels like it's a, a side thing that doesn't really yeah it seems like that could be like a web a webisode that's like a supplemental feature you could watch later that yes, doesn't really tie yes, into the exactly. story Ooh, oh I my like gosh that. yes lost missing pieces yeah it feels like that <laughs> oh man oh very interesting um what else do we got we had a little gnat stuff um oh one more thing about shauna sorry oh go ahead please um, when she was talking to the idiot cop, her little breakdown of like what her life had been like, that was another very good scene oh, yeah. for Melanie right. Linsky. Yeah. I, I thought she that was very well acted and I enjoyed watching her in it. Still don't like the story, yeah. but it was a very good scene. Yeah, yeah. Jenny, I, I agree. I love seeing her. And and the mm-hmm. Jeff stuff's funny. Even Callie, I thought, was good. That, like she's kind of growing on me. She's so good at playing this kid. But overall, it's just not connecting to anything. You know, I wonder if we're thinking of this in the wrong way. I wonder if they're really representing a 90s sitcom family. I think think that could be very true. I think so, too. Maybe that's part of the alternate universe. You know, (laughs) maybe. Um, I don't know, because that... Yeah, because it does almost feel like their scenes are from a different show. There's like sometimes. natural born killers. That's what I was thinking of too, right? When it like breaks into the, it turns yeah. into a sitcom all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. 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 The, uh, oh, sorry. Continue, actual. Sorry. No, that's it. That's all I had. Oh, I was going to say, when, talking about that scene where she has the breakdown and talking about how things don't go the way you are and all that, I, that was one part that I thought actually maybe does tie into the, the end, the birthing scene. Where like one of the lines yeah. she says is, I just can't, you can't let yourself love either of them, but of course you do. And part of me is thinking she does it. Part of the reason she never got close to her daughter is yeah. because she, she got close to the other baby that she lost and didn't want to feel that heartbreak again. So didn't want to attack. Maybe I'm reading way too much into it. No. But no, I, I, I kind of got that said, vibe. You have it. a kid that you don't want to save a marriage that you got into out of guilt and shame. shame. Yeah. And that's then when she says what you quoted, the you can't let yourself love them and yeah. et cetera. So no, you're not wrong. As I thought it was interesting too, the the in the health class when we fo- we found out that Jeff and her definitely were together long before the little Oh yeah. How, how she calls out, no, that's not what uh Jackie wants. Like so she's definitely trying to keep it secret and make everybody think that in the class that they're not actually together and I thought that, that whole thing was interesting. And that he definitely pursued her as well. Like it wasn't just her screwing over her best friend. It was like he was an active participant and wanted more of her. Right. Too. Right. They should have been the couple, not him and Jackie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh... Poppies. She likes poppies. <laughs> Jackie <Yeah>. likes poppies. <laughs> the, I thought there was some fun references in the, uh, the, the uh, scene with the coach in the in the cabin too, with the, all the charades references and everything. Mm-hmm. That yeah. kind of like the video store, the sh- the Shining. That's an obvious one. Um, 
scanners, which I don't know how that ties in exactly, but Silence of the Lambs, I definitely am onto your Misty as a serial killer thing. <laughs> that has to be a Misty reference in her basement, I would think. I don't know. It's or One Life to Live. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. Yeah. That, that, that whole thing was just that scene really. I don't know. I, I became much more interested in Coach this episode. I know I said that already, but yeah, that's it's going a way I didn't think it was going. So, yeah, it's very um, the coach stuff was really interesting, um, even though it was really short. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, okay, where is this leading? Because this doesn't really seem to make too much sense. You know, they're really focusing on him. So I feel like we're going to get something more. And, and he I may thought, lose himself to that, that story and just die to the it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I kind of thought he was the next on the on the spit over the fire. But well, I mean, he probably I'm, still will be. I don't know. I don't know. Or he does end up being the antler queen. I mean, yeah, <laughs> something. I, I don't know. It's that that whole thing. King. I just I don't, and I can't quite. I, I, I was so surprised with where they went with him because I thought we were just going down the he's going to wither away and there he's going to be next week's yeah. lunch special. But right. But the um, way it keeps doing the weird flashing back and forth and the mirroring and the, it's, 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 it's interesting, but see, I would take more of that <laughs> rather yeah. than the, you know, the, I'm, the current I'm, timeline of Shauna and Jeff and Callie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking too, uh, you guys talked about this last week and I was going to bring this up. You, you mentioned the, uh, and I love this idea the thing with the, uh, the scratched out eyes mm-hmm. on the, on the card. Oh, was yeah. that the, have we seen that more than when, when uh Ty got or who was it they got it? Lottie. Lottie. Have we seen that before? It's in or, the it's in the opening sequence. Yeah, just, just in the credits though, right? Yeah, and then we saw it when Lottie was uh having hallucinations or, yeah. because or whatever. I think one of I think one of you had said maybe that maybe that means that they Either have to be the antler queen or something. Mm-hmm. What if that's I was, yeah. I was thinking, what if it's a new chore card and whoever draws it, that's their chore to be the antler queen. I like that, and I also got me thinking of a line is maybe that's the card you draw when you're the next victim. Yeah, that could Ooh. be too. Yeah, because of the X'd out eyes. Yeah, yeah, that could be too. I like both of those. I, I hadn't gone down because that, that card thing was driving me crazy. And when you said that, I'm, I had to make sure and write down in my notes while I was out working that I needed to bring that up again. So, <laughs> yeah, I like that idea a lot. Um, Isn't it funny how you have thoughts like that? And it's like, I need to jot this down yeah. right now. Well, I talked I talked back to the speaker in my tractor, but you guys didn't respond. So it didn't work very well. Um, so speaking of like hallucinations and weird things, I don't know if I think we talked about this briefly because we were like, did any of the other did any of the girls have other than Ty and um, Lottie have kind of like hallucinations or anything prior to the plane crash. And I said, yeah, do you remember when Natalie's on acid, she talks about Lottie wearing a pilgrim hat and then she sees Misty at that party. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember that scene? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So there's a rumor circulating amongst the yellow jacket hive that the writers have actually teased and they're saying that that scene with Natalie seeing Misty at that party is going to somehow play into, sorry, it's a little bit of a spoiler, although I don't really see how somehow going to play into one of the next final episodes of 
the season. I don't know what that means. Interesting. I'll have to go like, back and watch I've, that scene. I've watched it over and over. She's there for a split second. I've listened to the song that's playing behind her. What what what, what episode is it, Gina? It's the pilot, the very it's first the pilot? episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because anyway. like, when you said that, she said that about the you're wearing a pilgrim hat. I, I'm like, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> and then I was like, I really hope this whole thing isn't just an acid trip level. that Nat had from when she was in high school. And we're still oh, on it. that would be terrible. That it would, would be, be terrible. Be really bad. Yeah. Oh man. You know what? Another really good line was in this episode. When uh, Van and Ty, uh, well, when Taisa comes from waking up and she tries to figure out who we is and and Van says, I don't know, Ty, maybe your family, maybe your multiple personalities. <laughs> I, I love that. It was uh-huh. just fantastic. That, that is <laughs> the most. Actress- re- yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just to say those two actresses have such great chemistry. Yes. Like she. Yeah. Lauren Evers just like slipped right into the cast. Definitely. Like she, it's just like she's been there forever and she's the perfect fan. And mm-hmm. it's just it's so good. She's so good. It's good enough. I wonder if they didn't have her in mind even when they were filming season one. I heard that the adult cast said if we get a if we get a adult van, this is who we want. They all wanted her. So makes sense. Um I was going to say that that is so refreshing to me that they're just openly talking about that because that, that did kind of, like I said, that was playing itself out too. Like she has a split personality. Oh my God. Right. Like the Mm -hmm. altar, that was good, but then it needed to progress. And -hmm. I think to have a character like her come in and just talk about it is, uh, is a good thing. And, um, what else did we get from that? Are we still feeling like Van is the one who uh, has cancer and is sick? I think so, yes. Yeah, I like that idea too. Yeah. Yeah, Tyke was really grilling her on some questions like, what's going on with you? The, Why the you sucker thing too. She was doing the sucker. And I I swear that I have heard that when you're doing um, like chemo, I think, that a lot of people will use suckers because like your mouth gets real dry from the medication or something. I'm not positive on that. So don't quote me, but like I, the suckers stuck out to me too. Maybe she just likes suckers though. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought it might've been medication too. Like it could be. Yeah, Yeah, it could be, it could be an edible. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, Or some other type of medication. You guys have any thoughts about Nat and the goldfish and not kill it? Like, obviously going to kill it and then deciding not to. Oh, Nat, she's so complicated. (laughs) Yes. She's very complicated. Well, it's like, I think, you know, I'm not terribly familiar with, um, AA and recovery, but I know that enough to know that people really, it's like you take one day at a time and you decide to live. And I do think that girl, Lisa saw Nat, cracking a little and was like you need to take care of this fish for today and i think nat knew what she was doing and she's just like well well, screw this if i don't have to take care of the fish i don't have to take care of me um and then she plopped it back in and immediately turned around and donned her purpleage um i know i hated that she put the purple on yeah (laughs) and then also when like it was the worst purple i know like misty had a cute 
purple plaid yeah. jacket. But Matt put on the work. Oh my goodness. And those purple Like birds. a beggar. Yeah. And then, you know, Shauna comes up and Nat goes right to her and gives us this huge hug. And I was like, well, there seemed to be no love lost between these two before. And now all of a sudden, like, <laughs> Nat's like, Shauna, I love you. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. The, um, I think it's like her choosing life, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's kind of the, the catch 22 of a situation like that where, so many people who need help find find it in things like this that we might not think are so real we can see who the leader is and all that right but if it's real for them and she finds some solace in it and some connection as well then i think that that's kind of a good thing and i think in the end that's kind of lottie's situation too right like she doesn't want to have these visions anymore she doesn't want she actually wants to help people and they always say right people who help are looking to help themselves mm-hmm. and i think she's just really is trying you know i th- i kind of like that i kind of and i and i think that this stuff lottie has become more human through her adult version this season maybe it wasn't the yes. crazy weird cult we envisioned and they're not burying everyone in the ground like we were introduced to (laughs) but right it she is trying to be a good person she actually is trying to help all these people um though of course she does seem to take advantage of her leave us like her her station there too as well she does get off on that right like they always do um we got this symbol at that's how we end with them all with we we yeah. get a, a, a like a big drone shot looking down and we can see the symbol on the ground and they're all together so i have to ask everybody we'll start well i'll start with you gina what do you think what are they going to do the band is back together they're all there what are they going to do well i mean I don't see how anything good could come out of them being back together, (laughs) first of all. And I still wonder, because I feel like when we see that hit girl scene from the first episode, Mm -hmm. there are still eight of them sitting there getting ready, you know, and with Misty to devour pit girl. And so far we only have seven accounted for right we've got travis is dead we've got the four that were adults last season and now we have van and lottie so we're missing someone and the actress that plays mari says i'm not pit girl like she's like everyone wants me to be pit girl but i'm not pit girl and she could be you know shining it on but she's pretty into the lottie stuff right mm-hmm. in in more things. than Lottie is I think and I'm almost wondering this just occurred to me this is a big theory Ooh. because of the surprise of Lottie being out of the mental institution and no one really knowing that what if Mari was the only one that cared and she went to go see Lottie at some point and they switched places and Lottie was out got out so Lottie could carry on her work and Mari like sacrificed herself to go in the mental institution to pretend to be Lottie. They don't look terribly 
dissimilar. They're dark hair, yeah. you know. Well, I don't know. I have... and they said it was they said it was in Switzerland too, so they wouldn't know. It's not like in a local facility, so it. I could see yeah. it happening. Well, there has been know. something that's been bothering me the whole season, and I don't. I'm just just because you mentioned this, and I never mentioned it on the pod, and I don't know if. But she does not have the scar on her forehead that she has in the sh- in the uh, in the back in the scenes before faded, too. It could have, because- but it's still there, even though they've been there for months. But I, right, I just, but just point so. Out- Well, as an example, I had stitches in my knee when I was in second grade and I had a scar for a really long time, (laughs) but I don't have a scar anymore. It's gone. It's faded with time is all I'm saying. I was just trying to help Gina out here. Give a little support. You know what I mean? Something else (laughs) to think about. (laughs) You never know. Um, Okay. so I think the pit girl has to be Mari or Jen. Because right. it's not Lottie or Shauna. And so those are the only two white girls with dark hair that it right. could be. Yeah. But we didn't really have Jen to consider as pick girl last year. Right. Not you know, last we knew year, there were a couple didn't. extras, right. but there's right. kind of someone unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder how much they can do if there's someone unaccounted for. Um, Unless, you know what I mean? I just thought. Well, and where's Javi, too? Yeah. Well, we don't know what happened to him. I always kind of thought the eighth was Javi, but it's hard to tell at this but point. Did you guys notice in the picture that um, where they are is like clear down, like several yards down below where like the hook part of the drawing yeah, they're is? They're on the hook, right? And yep. yeah, and, and uh, Lottie is clear up in the head. Like where she started mm-hmm. walking from is like at the top uh, of the head, they, and she's she like part way down the head. So it's like weird. So I don't know if that signifies anything like she's coming. uh, She's already in the thing, like inside the symbol and they're outside of it still. But I don't know if it means anything. Just took note of it. Um, I had a crazy thought while we were talking about all this. um, Who is pit girl? And, And I was thinking about that first episode and the flashbacks we get with the antler queen and all that. And we're seeing all these other possibilities right dimensions whatnot realities is it possible that the that none of that happened that they have a shared delusion that they hunted people down each other down and killed them and really they just died and they ate them and they made it into something in their minds just yeah, a thought. I mean, when they when they ate Jackie, that it was like a Grecian or Roman feast. Yeah. So yeah, good, great point, Jenny. So is it like could it be that the kind of kind of catch of the show is at some point we realize that the real terrible stuff they've done has been in their adulthood. <laughs> it wasn't on this trip. They had a shared delusion that they did this. <laughs> And it led them to then be insane people that are going to end up killing. Sean has already taken out what one or one person. Yeah, just Adam. Well, and so is Misty. I mean, Misty, right? Misty took right. (laughs) So I don't know. Just I used to kill the dog. Yeah, Uh that's worse than a person, and maybe her wife, depending on she. Who's taking care of the parrot while she's away? We don't know. Or (laughs) I wondered that too. 
Um, Jenny, do you have any predictions about what they do together? Like what, what, uh, getting, getting the band back together is going to entail. Honestly, I really, like Gina said, nothing good. I, I really don't know where they're going from here, but, uh, I saw this, I mean, we all did, I think, culminating to where they were all going to wind up there with Lottie, but but why? I have no freaking clue. I wish I knew. I like have these other thoughts about these other parts of the story, but on this, I'm just, I, I have no predictions as to where this is going, mm. <laughs> unfortunately. <It's> okay. Ando. <laughs> well, didn't, uh, wasn't it, was it this episode or the last episode that Evil Ty said we're not supposed to be here or wherever it is or we're supposed to. I think they're last episode, yeah. Yeah, I think they're 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 doing the uh, Avengers Assemble. They're going to go back to the cabin. Nat's been training, getting her gun gun. I mean, she's obviously needs more practice. She's getting ready to start shooting things again. I th- oh I my gosh, think, she was a terrible shot. Yeah, just, really putting holes in that, just putting holes in the canoe. So she's obviously getting ready for something. I mean, why else would she be doing that again? I, I think we're going back to the cabin by the end of the season. That's still my prediction. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you, Ando. But in short term, I hope they just talk to each other. Like, I hope that Ty is like, hey, well, guess what? I have an evil personality that comes out and I sleepwalk. And right, then this, because, because she's she's yeah. kept that from That's, everyone yeah, except for like, Van. I'm just like, hoping, Van's the only person that knows that Sha- we know knows. Yeah, Sh- yeah. Shauna knows about the sleepwalking, though. Yes. I don't oh, know to what true. extent. That's true. But I just I don't think they, she knows about the alternate personality, though. That's what I hope we get. I hope we get, even if it's over expositional or whatever, I hope we get a yeah, download I, I, where they talk to each other. I definitely want to see that. I don't know if I want to see them go back to the cabin, I, but I think that's where we are going. I don't, I'm still not sure if I want to see it. The, the talking, th- the not talking to me thing scares me because it's one of the biggest. I mean, there's a lot of Stephen King references in this besides Lost. And one of the hallmarks of Stephen King stories is the characters don't actually talk to each other until all the bad shit happens. Like yeah, if, and just the by left ta- hand just never by talk- knows what the right yeah. hand is doing. If everybody would have just had a big kumbaya and talked about their experiences, they would have solved a lot of problems. And I have a bad feeling this is going to go that same way. So the main problem I have with them going back, first, it's a total lost ripoff. Second, it's like, how will they actually figure out how to go back <laughs> yeah, that's a good and question, find that place Gina. again? That's a unless... Good Unless this also just occurred to me, they talk about there being yellow jackets fan people, right? Like people are obsessed with this group of girls that came out of the wilderness. What if someone like turned the cabin and the surrounding area into some kind of weird vacation destination spot to make it easy to get there? Like you fly into this town or there's a helicopter landing pad and they get Graceland, but for the yellow jackets. Kind of like what if that exists? Like that would be the easiest way to get them back there and to be like, this is effed up. And then you've got other people that are like weird, obsessed fan visitors on the premises too to make it more interesting. But otherwise, how do they get back there? It's like, oh, okay, I think these are the coordinates. Let's all parachute out of this plane now. Ah, I don't know. Well, I mean, what does where? How does the warm tree fit in? I, th- I think getting there, I don't think would be a challenge because we've seen, I mean, Dark Tie or somebody that's connected to the, to the it. The woo woo. <laughs> yeah. Who, I, I mean, 
they could do something. I still, th- I don't know, something just, I have a feeling, and you're right, it would be a lost ripoff. I, that's what I'd say. I'm not, I'm not sh- entirely sure I want that to happen. Yeah. I just, I have a feeling that's where we're going. Another way they could get back there is like a Lottie mind meld ritual where they're still really at her compound and yet they all meditatively vibe their way and look around Astral and they're like, project. I yeah. you know what, just by us talking and me staring at this image of the symbol, what if they're not going to go back to the cabin? What if they're going to call the evil out there? Well, it's bring the them, evil so- to them. That's more likely, I think. Yeah, I like that idea, actually. Ooh, that's interesting. So they kind of, that's their first step is to try to have some sort of invocation and and Basically do the same thing they did in the the upstairs in the beginning of the first season. Interesting. Ooh, who were they going to hunt? Who who could who could they hunt just for fun as a sac? Who they need to do a sacrifice? I th- I think that it needs to possess someone's body like it did Lottie's. Oh. Who's going to be that sacrifice? Oh no, they're not going to. Well, hunt. if Van is terminal, Walter, Van bad cop, Van, someone that they could initially then they could kill. That's Callie. what I mean. Van's already t- if Van's already terminal, she could volunteer for it. Oh, I, I hope will. it's not Lisa. And then that. That wouldn't be good because that's only really the only character we kind of know there. Yeah. You know, but ooh, this is good stuff. All right. This is great stuff, people. Once again, amazing. Misty Misty has a fan club there now, though, because she knows all the secrets. (laughs) True. (laughs) They do kind of have a team, right? Like, Like, oh, I know why you like it here. We're like celebrities. (laughs) Did you you hear her talking about Nat to those guys? She's like, she's an incredible dresser. And she's just like so in love with Nat. (laughs) That was funny. She is good. Very good. All right. Do we have anything else? Anybody want to bring anything else up or no? I think we're good. Yeah, I think yeah, we got I everything. Think so, all right. I well, think there was. Oh, you know what? I was going to say there was one line here. Let me see if I can find it that I really loved from Lottie. I'm not worried that I'm ill. I'm worried that I've never been ill. I thought that was just a. I thought there was some really cool, a lot of great lines in this thought. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. That that's the that's what I want to leave on, and I'm going to go sing my wilderness song quick to protect me tomorrow when i'm out working so all right well (laughs) jenny any last words no i think we've covered pretty much everything it's been great chatting with you guys fantastic as always yes ma'am and i won't be here next week because i actually will be in the wilderness like tahoe so I'll like I'll draw a symbol on the ground and like take a photo and send it to you. And I'll I'm sure I still have some notes that I'll in questions. I'll perfect. Yeah, you can pop some notes in there. It's kind of yeah. I'm kind of scared now. I felt like I needed to go to the wilderness. And you know what was it they were they kept saying over and over again. Uh, I wrote it down. Wilderness is- we hear the wilderness, wilderness and it hears us. us. Yes. So I'm going to go hear the wilderness next week. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you That's for listening. You can check out more of our pods at DVRpodcast.com. You can become a patron like our newest patron whose name I already forgot because I only read it once. It was brand new Bobby. Bobby, thank you. Thank you for becoming a patron. Welcome to the club. You are here. You have made it. We were waiting. Um, 
And uh, we'll be back next week with our rotating cast. Thank you, Jenny and Gina, again for the great notes. Thank you, Andy, for letting us see your children while we discuss cannibalism <laughs> among teenagers. It's the least I can do. Thank you very much. All right, everybody. Oh, Peace out. <laughs> Bye.